Oh. Oh. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome back to another episode of The Uncomfortable Silence. Uh, we're happy today. We have Mr. P. Anthony Petrellis, the host of uh, Beyond Podcast, who we went on uh, with him about a month ago and had a great conversation about what we're trying to do. And uh, Anthony's podcast is he talks to a lot of high school sports, high school athletes. He goes to their games, films them, posts them on his Instagram page. It's uh, great for high school athletes. I wish I had something like that when I was in high school. And on today with him is Security Dom. Dominic is one of his fifth grade students. Um, Mr. P teaches in Malden at McGinn, McGlynn? McGlynn. McGlynn, yeah, yeah, yeah. Medford, Medford. Yeah, we teach him Medford. Medford. Medford, Malden, a big rival. So that's well, I was born in Medford, <laughs> oh, it is Bedford. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, listen, I've done that a million me. times. I've done it a million uh, times. I'm glad there's a peanut gallery making that correction. <laughs> yeah. There's a um, lot of Mefford. There's a lot of Mefford Mall. I mean, Mefford Mallin's a huge rivalry. So that's that's a big I gotta be careful. <laughs> so uh Anthony, uh, tell us about your podcast, what you try to do, and how you got started with that. Yeah, so you kind of like hit the nail on the head with it. I mean, we originally started out as like a podcast, podcast like during the pandemic, as you know, like a bazillion other podcasts did. Um, but we really wanted to focus on the high school coaching world. I did it for a really long time. And, you know, when I had kids, I kind of stepped away from it, but obviously wanted to still be involved in it in some way. And obviously pandemic you're interested in seeing like what other programs are doing, what other coaches are doing and how they're utilizing their social media. So that's really kind of how it started. And then when sports opened back up, we did a more like behind the scenes. Cause you go to a high school football game in like 2021 on a Friday night in September, like the town was there because that was like everyone really coming out for the first time being able to go to a sporting event normally again. So we captured the atmosphere. We did the behind the scenes stuff and, you know, we realized we were kind of on to something and now it's just really exploded into covering like all sports across the board in high school, all seasons, uh, boys and girls and um, being able to go there and do exclusive, having kids on the podcast teams on the podcast. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and, you know, and now we do a lot of school stuff and that is starting to take off on its own and an element of this, I guess, in a sense. Um, yeah, get into how you use the social media, the Instagram, and and then we can also talk about how Dom came into that, too, with everything you post. And uh, we'll get to the school um, show you do in the morning later, but even how you use in Instagram to spread the word about your class kids. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just kind of funny. Like, it, it, you know, we have like every other school in, in the world, like you have morning announcements, but, um, you know, we were at like a Christmas party or like a after school Christmas event type thing. And, you know, teachers were talking about morning announcements and I like joked about how much fun I thought it would be. And, you know, I really thought about it and in a way I felt like, man, like I really want to show off what we do in the classroom because, you know, I, yeah, I guess I'm confident in what I do and what my classroom's like. And I wanted to be able to kind of show that off and show an element of the school off, you know, of kind of what you see is what you get. And, um, you know, we came up with the idea of doing morning announcements and my only request, and this is like dead honest, I've said this on other podcasts and like, I've, I openly admit this. So this is like, you can fact check me on it. But my only request when I when I asked to do this was to have Dominic, who at the time was a fourth grader, 
I wanted him as my head of security. I said, I needed a security guard when I went down there and did it. And I felt like Dominic was like pretty funny, like talking to him in school, always had a smile on his face. I didn't know him particularly well, uh, but we had a cool connection. If you see the hat that's on his head, one of our sponsors, someone that we work with like hand in hand, she's and as he's holding up there. He's a good salesman um, too. Um, you know, the owner and his father are like best friends, like grew up together. And so there's that small connection of how we all are connected. And that's kind of how it started. And I thought Dom was a great kid, funny. And I thought, hey, if we show off what we do a little bit, really it was about the school. Like it was about showing off the fun that we can have that we have and um, you know, what we're what we do on a daily basis, you know, and looking at school maybe just a little differently. Yeah. So so Dom, tell us tell us what it's like having Mr. P as a teacher and how you came in, you know, how you approached the whole thing on you're on Instagram all the time. I I see those. I feel like I know you a little bit. I know how far you can kick a soccer ball and a, a few other. I mean, can we examples. talk about how impressive Dominic's kick was in that soccer? Like, first of all, the kid who made the effort to save that was incredible. But that was barefoot on the spot, top corner. I mean, well, I was waiting to see how the other kids did. And I'm like, no, Dom's the man on that one. But <laughs> Dom, tell us what it's like in the classroom. Since when I see you on Instagram, you're having such a great time. Is the classroom just as much fun? Yeah, it's pretty fun when we have Mr. P and he makes school way funner and stuff and he, and he makes it like easier to learn new things and it just helps a lot because he's always like motivating us as we go and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's great. Like we were saying before, right? If it's fun, you want to be there. And if it's fun, you, you look forward to being there too, right? So tell us what you do yeah. for the morning shows as the security guard, as Mr. P's security guard. What's your job? So my job is basically every Friday morning, we go down to morning announcements with the security team. And we uh, you have a go team? to the What's the security team? Uh, <laughs> so it's me and a few other kids. Dominic, but so so just to give you a side note, last year we got a there was a lot of traffic in the office. Like a lot of people started coming in. Like people were coming in and taking like pictures and videos or knew that like it was morning announcements coming. It was Friday. So Dom actually, this video is out of Dom training a new security guard, Tony, who has since graduated is in middle school now. But Dom actually had to add on to his team. So th this year we made sure that. He recruited his team. He has Beth Sider and Everly. You can talk a little bit about them if you want. Yeah. So they so when we have a lot of people in the room with three security guards, we always have each door blocked and we make sure no one gets in because they all crown the strip P and us. So we just gotta make sure no one can get in. And we gotta and what, do you delegate what yeah. the other people do? Like your team, do you give them jobs or they just guard one door each and you're kind of in charge of everybody yeah that's really what it is yeah have you had to fire anybody yet and replace them or does everyone do a pretty good job they do a pretty good job hasn't came yet but you never know yeah <laughs> so uh mr patrol sorry about in your classroom right so it seems it's a fun environment Sometimes, at least when I was in school, there's a fine line between fun environment and non-productive environment. 
how do you kind of find that line of, you know, you want to make sure everybody has fun and you also want to make sure everybody's learning. What stuff do you do to make sure that both happen? Um, I think early on you're, you're tough. Like I think early on in like the beginning of the year, when you have your class, I think it's really important that you are who you are as a person, like in the classroom. I think that not having to like change who you are, act differently is a huge element of having a successful classroom. Like you want to create a happy, positive environment, but early on you have to be tough with your routine. You have to be tough with expectations and you have to be tough with like, you know, pushing them because I think when kids come into my classroom, they get so pumped when they see that they have me and that's great. And it makes me feel really good. It does. But I think it's also, it can be like a double-edged sword because they come in day one thinking it's fun and games and awesome. And, you know, they th like, and you kind of have to set the tone of like, yes, we're going to do all the above, but this is the expectations and this is how you get it going. And once you see them start earning it, that's when you start like implementing the laughing, the games, the fun stuff The you know, I think you have to do that slowly. Um, but once you do it, like the environment and the atmosphere in your class is like my kids come in and they're so it's so relaxed in my room. Like there's no tension. No one get, no one get like argue. I mean, you have your small things. Right. But for the most part, there's, there's no tension. There's just no tension. Everybody gets along with each other. And I think that comes with expectations. And now in your fifth grade class, are you teaching all different subjects or are they rotating from class to class? So subjects. all different subjects. I teach every subject in my room. I have Dominic for every subject, but English language arts. Okay. He, okay. He's not with me for that. So Dom, as one of his students, do you feel like it's, you know, it, you said it was a fun environment. Do you feel comfortable in that environment? Uh, say what you're thinking, you know, if you had a problem to tell Mr. P, what's that environment? Yeah, like when I, like last year, I would have like a lot of anxiety coming to school. But since I have him now, I always like loved getting up in the morning and going to his classroom because I'm, I feel safe with him and I feel like pretty good with him. And we do fun things in there. So that's, that's interesting to me because I've dealt with um, bad anxiety, stuff like that. And so what is it about Mr. P's class that makes it so easy to, to wake up and want to go to it? Because he always just makes like every subject fun in like a way like in math, we do these like math races and it's really fun to like compete against our times like when we get times, we have to beat that score. So we're literally trying to beat our score and like you can enjoy seeing improvement or know where you're at, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's cool because they are like so it's like they do these multiplication races, and multiplication to me is the most important. If you ask me in fifth grade math in the state of Massachusetts, what's one thing your fifth graders need to know? Is they need to know the multiplication facts, like. So every Friday we do a race. It's a hundred facts, five minutes, ready, set, go. And they answer as many as they can. And then eventually some kids are pretty good that they can answer them all within a certain time. And when they're done, they say their name and they scream done. And every week they just compete against themselves. Like they're not competing against the other kids. Like they know what their score is to beat and they try to beat it or their time and they try to beat it. So 
like they don't some of them don't even know all other kids do because they're just like waiting for their score or they're like counting like when i say done they're like counting how many they answered to be like did i beat it did i beat it like so it's a competition but it's also a competition against yourself so it's not like a you know when you're in competition with people there's rivalry there's tension yeah. like there's none of that which is like really nice too one of the things I always talk about that's really healthy for me is working towards something and working towards a goal. And it sounds like that. And then what, well, once you reach the goal, it's one of that best feelings and you feel, you know, you're proud of yourself. So Dom, how good is it to feel when you see that improvement, when you're getting better at the multiplications, how good is that feeling? It feels pretty good because like you always get like hyped up for the next time going, okay. Like, you always got to study when you're home because the more you study, the more your, like, brain memorizes the facts and you just go faster and faster. Yeah, that's really well said. It, it's funny, uh, Anthony, I'm, I'm listening to you. It's no different than us coaching, right? You, you, if it's fun, the kids want to show up and be at practice. Um, they won't do the workouts in the off-season if they're not looking forward to it and having fun. And to, to learn these things at such a young age, in fifth grade and get that foundation of uh, school is not a negative. Having to read that chapter is not a negative. You know, find the ways to make that something for kids to look forward to. It's got to be a lesson for a lot of other schools to take this on. I, I kind of wanted to tie it into, and this is uh, me being, I learned from Quentin on the technology stuff. And, and Dominic, you probably already know more about that stuff than I do. And me um, too. <laughs> so you guys are growing up on this and it's normal to you. And even something as simple as how to uh, share information, sending it somewhere. I have to ask Quentin for help sometimes. So how do you guys as students, as fifth graders, how do you guys share information? Do you do it with school? You know, the teachers, obviously Mr. P is using it as a teacher. Do you guys communicate about your schoolwork? With social media? Not sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. It depends on like what we're like talking about and stuff like that. Yeah. How do you use it in the classroom? How do you guys use different games, stuff like that using the internet? So like mostly with uh the beyond videos and stuff, like we do like fun competitions with the class, like Simon says we do rock, paper, scissors in our class and all that stuff. So explain rock, paper, scissors, how that competition works, because that's probably my introduction to Mr. P's classroom. And is that something you also tied into the early morning, the you know, start of the day in school? How'd that work? If yes. both of you guys can talk about that. Yeah, so every morning when we go down, we do rock, paper, scissors tournament. So basically we do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. And if they're just like completely off and they do it at different times, we're just going to redo it. And whoever gets to, it's best two out of three. So it's fair. Yeah. And so I didn't even know what that was. I had to have the kids on Sunday morning at basketball explain it to me. But so, so Anthony, you do that at the start of the day. What other type of things do you do to try to get that day off to a good start with your show and with your? Is everybody on Zoom in their classroom? Yeah. I'm... So so that happens every Friday. So we only do that on Fridays because honestly, it is a lot of work to like do it yeah. one day. Like I joked, 
you know, when people were like, oh, it's hard, but it, it is like it is like a lot of work. Like we did it for one week straight. And I remember being like, man, I can't do this every day. That's a lot like but we do it every Friday. So the school zooms in. So we start off with like a song in the morning. So you hear like the chime go off and then we have some sort of song on. It could be like, you know, we had like boy band. We had like new kids in the block, Backstreet Boys. Like we did that hard for a month. And and then we, you know, we kind of like mix in like 60s music, 70s music. But we always try to start off and see all the kids in the classroom like dancing, like in front of the camera. Like, you know, they're excited. It comes on and. You know, you see the Zoom, and then as soon as the music goes on, you can see teachers, like, immediately logging on because, like, the waiting room, it's, like, 10 people just, like, pop on the waiting room, so you just, like, let everybody in. But um, it's cool because we've made it bigger. Like, Dominic, last year, like, Dom and I, like, just had a lot of fun with it. I, I, I think for school, like, you know, I communicated with this teacher a lot, and it was great, and we've now built it. We have people in our class that get involved we have a reporter who reports on school lunches so like we do try to implement the whole class into it uh to, to make it a lot of fun but um you know we do it just on fridays but the fun stuff that we do on videos in our school we have a lot of what's called like morning meetings that we typically meet and some of it's like team building activities some days and some of it uh, could be just kind of going over housekeeping things in class or things that are coming up or talk about things that have happened. Uh, so sometimes we utilize that time to do some sort of class building activity and making it a little bit fun. And um, we just did like Simon says, like you guys said, and it, it, it was cool. It was fun to play like an old school game and see how excited these kids got about it. You know, what type of new games you think you got coming up, Dom? Mm, for sure, rock, paper, scissors. Um, maybe maybe we'll do some Simon Says in the office. Maybe we'll do some... Mm, you know, it's really hard to think of them because you got to think of, like, what's fair and, like, what's appropriate for school and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's are a good point. There, are there any ideas that you want? Well, we got Mr. P here. This is your chance. We're going to gonna support you. Yeah, this is your chance to any ideas for games that you want. This is your chance to say them. Probably a dance competition soon. Ooh. Okay. You you got any, is break dancing still in for young people? Or? I don't think. No. Well, probably probably dance, not allowed to do that. Dance also big time. Dance also big time. Like Yeah. Okay. challenge each other here and there especially camp setting like it's it's still it's it's starting to grow back a little bit i would say dance um, i gotta tell you one thing i really like when i look at your classroom and stuff so we live in rentham mass and we don't have diversity where we live you know pretty much everyone looks the same i look in your classroom and i see all these kids smiling and high-fiving when people lose or win the rock paper scissors and we don't have we don't have that here so much. And it's really nice to see. You're only probably 40 minutes. Well, now that I know it's a little further, 45 minutes away from where we live. But it looks like you grow up in a great place where all different type of kids and you can really, that's a great learning experience as a young man. Yeah. One of the key things that we always do is sportsmanship. Yeah. Good. And we always I like. I can see that in the videos. Yeah, we never like if someone wins, we just we just say like GG sometimes, which means good game, and sometimes we say fair game and stuff like that, and a lot of things like that. No losers, right? No one loses. 
non losers just for fun. Yeah. Anthony, and, how and I think that like that's part of like going back a little bit of like building classroom culture. Like that's so important. Like to highlight this guy for a minute, like he does all this fun stuff off to the side with, with be you know, with the morning show and everything else, but his math score growth, like he just had his math score growth from when he took the test in October and took, and this is all done online. So this isn't like me correcting and coming up with the numbers. This is like a program that does it. And he jumped like 22, 23 percentage points, like in his math scores, his ELA scores jumped up significantly too. So like on top of him doing a great job with all of this, he also in the classroom has grown significantly and academically and he works really hard and never which really proves your point right making so, it fun and seeing everything go up so he's kind of killing it on both fronts too you know just so you guys know that a little bit anthony i wanted to ask you because obviously mental health is our thing and that's what we're interested in that's what we talk to people about um when i look at your videos and your your classroom and I think a lot of schools take different approaches on that topic. I think your approach is very simple. If you want every kid to be as happy as they can during the school day, I wanted to ask you how, like, how do you think other schools could adopt a version of what you do or how, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think, you know, I think like what we do is just what we do. Cause I, you know, I said earlier, I think teaching sometimes is like, really good teachers. I think what separates them is they can just be who they are and excel at that in the classroom. Like when you can just continue to be who you are. So when it comes to like, it comes to all of that, like building, building a classroom culture, um, making like I joke with the kids like thirty, they're with you 30 hours a day. Like I look at my classroom, my kids are with me 30 hours a day. I mean, 30 hours a week. Okay. That's, say, that's, that's a long, long time. Day. That's a long time. That's six hours a day. So you argue they wake up at six 30, let's say we'll call it seven just to round it up seven o'clock. They're in school with me. They get home by three 34. They might be involved with activities outside of school. They come, they have to go home, do homework, eat. Like the point I'm making is that they spend a lot of time with you. So making a classroom who you are is so important because when my kids walk in in the morning, everyone says hi to each other. Everybody knows that there's morning work that they got to do. I might have to remind them three or four times that it's on the board, but they know that it's there. They sit down, they do it. They help each other if they don't get it. Um, and I think for like other schools, I can't say like what I do, just, it would work anywhere. I think if, Sometimes if teachers were giving those a little bit more freedoms, I mean, I'm very lucky that I kind of get those freedoms a little bit in a sense that like my principal and my vice principal, like our vice principal is like very active with our morning show. Like she thinks it's great. They think it's funny. Like our principal is active. You know, he gave his parking spot like for one of the raffle prizes that we gave away, which is right in front of the school, which is like a prime parking spot when it's cold out or when it's raining out or when it's snowing out like tomorrow, like it is nice. So when you're able to like do stuff and, and, and kind of be yourself and have those freedoms to do that, that's important. I gave you a huge answer, but just being yourself, Quinn, like just being yeah. you is like, like that, that, whole, that whole thing about having support 
for what you're doing is huge. And I think, um, obviously, I'm not in schools all the time, and uh, but yet we're learning that getting kids up and moving and, you know, active helps learning. I mean, it's a, every single study says the same thing as opposed to them sitting still and in their desk the whole time. And it just sounds like your program and your approach is going gonna, is gonna to help all your kids. And it would be nice if other schools or um, not that they have to choose your exact program, but to see the benefits in it, which are documented, like in Dom's case, the benefits and the, the results are so positive that other schools would look at it as maybe something to follow. And you and I talked about it before. This is how new things start. Someone does it, they get support to do it, and then other people want to uh, be successful in the same way. Yeah, and and I think just adding on to that, sometimes when you're doing something that's different, like it, it comes with like it comes with I'm sure critics too. Like I I know there's people that sometimes think like what we do is like a lot, but on the same token, to me. Um, I guess I think the coaching mentality, so it comes back to this podcast. It comes back to what you guys know, being athletes and being coaches yourselves, like, yeah, you want to create a culture that is like fun and you want to create a culture that people feel comfortable. Like this guy walks around in the hallway or other people that are involved in the show, walk around the hallway and they're so the kids are get so excited to see them because yeah. they see them on Friday mornings on the screen at the, in, in their classroom. Like, how cool is that? Like that is almost now becoming a rite of passage of when you come in the fifth grade, you're involved in the school morning show and you could be that person that everybody watches or aspires to be. And on top of it, like pulling your weight in school and doing well there too is a part of it. So it's like a bigger picture thing of like, if, if Dominic wasn't doing well in school and not behaving and having difficulties, you know, then it would be really difficult to 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 sit here and and like have him on there, right? Because you wanted him to lead by example, and he does that, right? And the kids that are on there do that. So I think it just creates something bigger. That um, you know, I always look at the big picture. Like small picture to me is small picture. Like I want to be like, okay, where can I get to? And if I can't get there, like then I drop and get as close as I can to it. But like part of that is being different. And part of that is um, having fun. And I think that that's what this has kind of been all about. Well, I think it's a really important conversation too, about the social media topic, because social media is always talked about, um, especially growing up, like it's negatives and it can be really challenging for kids to navigate through and even um at all of our ages it's a difficult world to navigate to and i think it's really navigate through i think it's really important to talk about the positive side of it and how you could use it to have positive effects like you do in your classroom or your podcast and your instagram it's just everybody sees how much fun everybody's having so that positive side of the social media world and also showing uh your students that there's a very positive way that you can use it instead of all the negatives that it seems like is all you hear about and dom is mcglenn grades four five and six what grades are in your elementary school uh kindergarten first grade second oh. grade fourth and fifth oh oh so you're the you're the senior so to speak you're getting 
Are you looking forward to next year as you start looking ahead? Because you've been in that same school for a bunch of years. And are you, I mean, I would think what Mr. P has done is in your liking and enjoying going to class, I think that prepares you better for making that leap next year too. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to go, but at the same time, I'm not excited because, I mean, I don't want to leave Mr. P yet. Like, the year's going to sixth grade. Like, unless he comes to sixth grade, I'd be happy. You could bring him lunch once in a while, and that'd be good. But but I think that's important that, you know, Mr. P is preparing you guys. You never want to leave something that's enjoyable, but there are next steps as long as you know you can be a hundred years old, there's always new steps. So I hope that's exciting to you to get to the next step. It sounds like you become a leader amongst your peers, which is important. Kids are going to look up to you a little bit, and uh, you're on film for the rest of your life on a positive way too. Yeah, like when you said a lot of kids look up to me, even people that are like older than me look up to me, like. I know some seventh graders and some sixth graders that were in the school last year. And and they know me because of the show, because if it wasn't for the show, they probably wouldn't have known me as much. And he goes to like the local Dunkin' Donuts and stuff and people like say hi to him and know who he is. Like he's yeah. coming and like told me like, you know, he's like, someone yeah. saw me and knew who I was. That's awesome. Cause people need to see young people happy. They it's, and as we get older, Dominic, nothing is more enjoyable than to see young kids having fun. Yeah, because like when some people see me, like if I'm at a Dunkin' Donuts or a Seven Eleven, they always like say that their kids watch the morning show and they want to try to get like a picture with me. There you go, Dom. I want to tell you that what Mr. P does with the show is is awesome because I'm I'm 20 now and I don't have a single video of when I was growing up and in elementary school, really any of those memories that you're going to have 10 years down the line of how much fun it was in his classroom. So it's something that it is really cool that you guys get to do together. Yeah. And whenever, if you're ever having a bad day at home, which we all have, just have your mom and dad watch that, watch one of your good moments on film and they can say, Oh, look what a joy this young man is. So he, we all take great pride in our kids, and I'm sure your parents do, but you're you're probably going to be referenced by Mr. P in his classroom next year when you move on, and then uh, hopefully someone from your team can take over your responsibilities. Well, yeah, speaking of that, we're doing on these rock, paper, we're doing these contests for me for a replacement for next year because I'm going into middle school. Yeah. And we're doing- Do you have any say in who takes your place? You might have to train them in the summer. Yeah, like, so I have a little sister that's in the school, too. And I'm hoping that she can get to it in two years, too. And, like, all the kids, like, we had 54 kids, and now we're already down to seven. Yeah, so we started out We started out with all these fourth graders that were interested. We made an announcement on morning announcements. And I think we actually had a little bit more. I think we had 59 to start. So the first round was rock, paper, scissors. I said my new head of security needs to know how to do that. So they matched up and that narrowed it down to 29. And then, or 20, whatever it was, 29, whatever my math is, maybe it was 58, but it was something like that. But 
Um, and then the next round was the soccer kick that you guys saw. Yeah. So they had to hit it from 25 yards out. I mean, Dominic, no problem, did it with the goalie and that, but everybody else had to do it empty. Which kids were actually crying. They were so happy. It looked like I mean, tears serious of joy. Tears. Like, yeah. I mean, there were some tears of, of anger too, but we didn't show <laughs> those. That, that might be like the cuts after, but uh <laughs> But the tears of joy, uh, that honestly, like, can, if I could just say that, like, that was really to see what this has kind of become. This was something that we thought was fun. And I thought maybe we do for a couple of months and then whatever. And then the traction we picked up, I mean, the Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament last year, the mayor of the city challenged our champion after they won it. And then all of a sudden the chief of police was coming in, the sheriff of Middlesex County, the Boston 25 news, like people were coming in and like taking on our champ and like, it was yeah. incredible. And then to come into this year and, you know, to see everything that we're doing, but to replace Dom and to see how many kids responded to, to replace him. And, you know, we're down to eight kids and Wednesday is was calling it our Valentine's Jenga. We're going to be down to the final four and, kids are going to go against each other in Jenga. So we've been trying to pick games that are 50, 50, like you either win or lose. There's no in between. So yeah. every competition has been either you got it or you don't that round. And yeah, speaking uh, with like with the people coming, we had to travel to the superintendent for some rock, paper, scissors too. Yeah. We surprised her. We are champion. We brought signs. We, we protested outside. Yeah. Of and we were let in and we challenged her. It was unbelievable. And John, you might not, you know, you're having fun with it now, but that's stuff that's, that's great memories. And you're bringing people in and sometimes those people do it because they realize a lot of other people will watch, but uh, most of people are just having fun with it and they're just enjoying it. And you probably bring some joy to their day too, more than just the classroom. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool once you get the to you used to it and like get used to being on like like pages that a lot of people go on and stuff. And it's pretty cool that people get to see you. Do you ever get? Does it ever bother you that people might see you on those pages, or is it something that's always been positive? Not really. I really love it a lot because. Because the more I do it, the more people that, like, get to know me and, like, get to know my personality and the show and stuff. That's great. It's it's confidence, and uh, it sounds like you're finding a niche at an awfully young age, like an area that you can succeed in and that your skill sets uh, really fit well. Because you're very comfortable speaking now. And um, that's something people. some people never get comfortable doing. Yeah, because it always makes my day when someone comes up to me in the middle of public that I don't even know, and they, like, love the show and stuff. That's great. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you that I I get all the time that people say that I act a lot older than my age, and I want to say that same thing to you, that you act a lot older than your age, and it's something that's going to be really positive for you. And these conversations that you're having now, I mean, I don't know if I was able to do that at that age, but um, it's something that it speaks a lot to who you are and the potential you have of whatever path you take down the road. I think 
you're someone that I think Mr. Petralis would agree with this. You're someone that there's a special way about you and there's something about you that just people gravitate to to what you do, which is why everybody loves the show and people, when they see you at Dunkin' Donuts, they want a picture. Um, so I just wanted to, to tell you that there's a very special way about you and whatever you choose to do, I, I'm fully confident that you're going to have success and I can't wait to tell people that I had the pleasure of talking to you before you even knew it. Hopefully you'll talk to us then if you're in yeah. Hollywood or something. But yeah, I think Quentin's right. You know, you've got gravitas, which just is people. You're like a magnet and people will want to be in your company. And uh, it does come with responsibility too. But um, to have that comfort is just sets you up for a lot of nice things in the future. So remember yeah. that we, we all have bad days, but remember how special you are because Quentin's absolutely right. We really appreciate you kind of changing your evening up and coming on with us, uh, with Mr. Petralis, who we love. We love what he does as a teacher. Uh, that's not how I met him originally, but now I'm paying attention. And um, we are past cross, and he's someone I'm really fortunate and privileged to know now. I pay attention to his stuff, and uh, I'm sure you feel the same about him. Yeah, and I'll never forget about this because now we're family. Listen, I mean, he's always going to be my head of security. I mean, that's never going to change. Uh, we live right near uh, the Patriot Stadium. They're going to be looking for a guy as you get older to run their security. So you got a resume already. I mean, I agree. I agree. I think he's uh, even when Mefford PD came in, they were, I mean, they were a little timid. I would be honest with you. They came <laughs> that close to him. So. And Malden didn't come in. No, Malden. I mean, Malden. <laughs> he was at the line. I mean, he was hanging at that where it says "Welcome to Mefford," like just waiting, Dom. So <laughs> that wasn't happening. That's <laughs> great, Anthony. Thank you for doing this. Uh, I think we have a lot of teachers that listen to us. I have a lot of. I know a lot of people that want to be teachers that listen to us. Uh, you know, I think it's really telling what you do to make your classroom fun, and how there's obvious, clear results with how it's worked for you. And I think that I wish I had something like that when I was uh, going through school and something to look forward to every day, because for me, waking up at 6am to go to school was probably the most miserable part of my day every single day. So I think it's really telling to you as a person um, with how much you care about uh, every single day you go to school. And I think it's really awesome what you guys do. I really appreciate that. You know, we're lucky, um, you know, I'm newer to social media. I mean, I've only had it for like three years ever in my life. So uh, it's definitely fun learning it. And, you know, I'm lucky. I work at a school too that like I have teachers in my building that are also extremely active with their classrooms on social media, our, our PE teacher, our, our teacher. I mean, they do a lot of great stuff in their classrooms and they do cool stuff too. So, you know, there's a lot of teachers doing a lot of cool stuff out there. We're just lucky to kind of get notice in the world of what we're doing, but uh, it's a cool profession when you really, when you really think about it and what you really get to create and the difference you, you make, you know, I think that that means a lot to me. I think when you get to that point in your life, as you get older and you start looking back on things a little bit and you say to yourself, you know, what did I do? You know, and I think that I always hope is that like a lot of people remember me or I had an influence on someone to do something even better for yeah. themselves. So, and that's the same conversation we had when we started this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We want to help in the way that we can um, share in our generational difference. Like 
young people need this. So people like me, I mean, this is social media is part of their world. So they need it. There's lots of positives. You're helping that along. So uh, we certainly, we want to see who wins the contest and we yeah. want to get to meet the new security guard at the end of the year. Yeah, Valentine's Day. We'll be we'll be um, delivering some nice Valentines, and we'll be crushing some hearts and Jenga all in the same day. So <laughs> we'll have an alumni fun. security guard dinner sometime. Yeah, I mean, it will be a sad day. I will be honest. Uh, I might shed a tear or two when when the security graduates, but we'll see. But um. Yeah, we, I got to enjoy him. He's got another four months. He still he still's got a job to do, so he better stay on it. Yeah, don't forget that you still got the job to do. <laughs> Finish. Don't let it get to your head. All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks yeah, a lot. No problem, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate yeah. it.